Hello and welcome to the New York Sports Show, America's number one all in New York sport podcast. I'm Dominic Konoweski. We are live on air. Second day in a row, we are starting to post back on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we are on it every day regularly. But if you want to see guaranteed daily content, check out our YouTube channel at New York Sports Show. Hockey is back. It was a mini day, a few days off. Playoff hockey, New York Rangers in it, New York Islanders disappointing season. Don't know what happened to them. The team just collapsed both offensively and defensively. Lack of leadership, a few washed up players on the team. And what was overall just a very old call when it comes to age. Buffalo Sabres missing the playoffs once again, 11th straight year, if I'm correct, not making it in the playoffs. And then you just have the New York Rangers, the sole New York team in the playoffs. They're going up against the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight at 7 o'clock puck drop for the first game of the first round of the 2021-2022 Stanley Cup playoffs. And oh boy, what is that going to be really for the Rangers? It's been such a long time since they were in the playoffs and they have such a young team, a lot of lack of playoff experience. Uh, head coach who is playing his first year, well, coaching his first year with the team. He has coached before in the past, but first year with the Rangers specifically. And then you have Igor Shashokin, who's projected to start. Now, his stats against the Penguins' lifetime, he's 9-5-3 and three in the win-loss overtime loss. Column, very solid, if you ask me. A save percentage of 924, so basically 92.4%, and allows around two goals per game. I feel very confident in Shashorkin. He's still a fairly young player with not too, too much experience, but I think he could be locked down. He'll probably allow a goal, maybe two, but the Rangers offense, I fully believe them. I wholeheartedly believe in the New York Rangers offense. I think the Rangers could easily put up three or four goals tonight. Let me remind you, they do have that home ice advantage, if you believe in home court, home ice, home field advantage. They are playing the first two games at Madison Square Garden. That's going to be awesome to see. Biggest key to this game, I would say, is consistency. The Pittsburgh Penguins have always been, well, I would say the past decade plus, about has always been a consistent contender, consistent playoff team. But they have not always been consistent on the ice, though, when it comes to on a game-to-game basis. Overall, they have been, but of course, there's always going to be bad games. All the Rangers have to do is just play consistent hockey, not be lack-lazy on any side, and they will win this game. They will win this series. So going to the baseball aspect, you have Yankees against Blue Jays tonight. Mets currently in... A doubleheader against the Atlanta Braves. Now, I want to touch on the game last night that the Mets and Braves did. It was a very interesting game. The Braves won 5-2, to two, something that shocked me. It's a four-game set that was game one last night that put the Braves to 11-13 in the win-loss record. The Mets to a 16-8 and record. But when you look at the Mets, though, they can't, they can't lose that much to the Braves. You can't you can't lose by three to the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves have almost no offense. Freddie Freeman was basically the entire Atlanta Braves offense, and the Mets just lost to them. That is forever gonna have me puzzled. 
Now, right now, as I'm making this audio podcast, the Mets are currently winning. They're in the bottom of the fourth inning. It's the first game of two today against the Atlanta Braves. They're winning one to nothing because a lot could happen. Now, I know we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but I want to touch on it again for just a quick minute. Jacob DeGuam, you know who he is. Everyone knows who he is. He is the face, at least one of the faces of the New York Mets franchise, future Hall of Famer, multiple times Cy Young winner, a queer ERA of 250 through 198 games played. He's 77 and 53. No saves to his name. But could that change? Jacob DeGrom has not played a single game this 2022 season. It's his age 33 season coming out of his prime. But he's still playing very good baseball when he's healthy. And that's the biggest thing. When Jacob DeGrom is healthy, he is on fire. But he's been so injury prone the past two, three seasons. The four-time All-Star, two-time Cy Young winner and Rookie of the Year. He has done so much in his career. Going back to 2021, he went 7-2, 92 innings pitched. He had one complete game, which was also a complete game shutout through 15 games started. But look at ERA-wise. ERA-wise, Jacob DeGrom had a 108 ERA. He didn't even do half the season because he was injured. He still came ninth place in Cy Young voting. And then the year before, he came third place in Cy Young voting, and he was injured the year before, too. He played less games in 2020. Yes, that was the 2020 weird COVID season, but he was still injured for a part of it. And he went 4-2. He had a 238 EOA. He still came third in Cy Young voting. If Jacob DeGrom, if he comes back, I think he will. Once he comes back and the Mets put him in as a relief pitcher, they could get more games out of him, less innings overall for DeGrom when it comes to in a full game. He won't be pitching six or seven innings, he'll probably do maybe one to three innings, less chance of an injury, they'll be able to get more out of him. And if the Mets wholeheartedly solely believe that Jacob DeGrom is leaving this team as a free agent and signing someplace else, they got to trade Jacob DeGrom. They got to. The Mets have shown, though, Mets pitching has been great. Mets bullpen, top 10 right now in the majors. They are thriving without Jacob DeGrom, who wants a lot of money. Best two options. Make him a relief pitcher and trade him, or just downright trade him. Let some other team have his injury-filled career. Yes, it's a Hall of Fame career. I could see the Mets having a statue of Jacob DeGrom outside the city field some 20, 30 years from now, 100%. Jacob DeGrom has had such an impact on the New York Mets organization. It's truly beautiful. But I feel like that's the best way to go. If I'm Steve Cohen... Looking at it from a statistical standpoint, Jacob DeGrom puts up great numbers. He's almost in his mid-30s. He's still putting up consistent numbers, but he's getting injured more and more and more, and each injury seems to be slightly more serious. There's going to be some point where Jacob DeGrom needs Tommy John surgery, and then boom, he lost the chance to trade him. He's going to be worth virtually nothing. So going, going on, changing the subject, you got Formula One Miami Grand Prix coming up. And I guess they're trying to be like Monaco. They have a fake ocean dock area, whatever you want to call it. I think that's the saddest thing ever. They have boats on, like, wood beams, wood ballots, and they put water in there. That just makes 
no sense to me whatsoever. It's funny because everyone knows it's fake. There's photos online of it just empty. You just see boats on wood, and then they put water in there. I'm assuming it's real water, not like a fake substance to look like water. I think the Formula 1 Miami Grand Prix is going to be a hit for TV ratings in a positive way. But fan attendance, I've seen tickets, like the cheapest tickets I've seen are like $3,000, $5,000. That's crazy. You don't see that with NASCAR. Formula 1 may be taking over NASCAR popularity-wise, but NASCAR is always going to be there when it comes to awesome, family-friendly tickets. Who wants to pay $3,000 to go watch really a two-hour race where the field is spread out? I like Formula 1 personally, but the field's almost always spread out. There's not really a race after the first 10 laps unless there's a safety car. It's crazy. So going on to basketball for a quick moment before we go. New York Knicks, what are they doing at this point? Todd Gibson, I like Todd Gibson. I you know, as a player, I like him. He's going down. He is declining. The former 26th overall pick of the 2009 first round is declining. Power forward, center, plays mainly center, though, for the Knicks. He has just been having declining stats, and it's so sad. Still, though, he was able to knock off 52 games last season, but he only averaged four points, 4.4 points. 4.4 total rebounds, and 0.6 assists. Now, that is down on his queer numbers of 9 points per game, and that's concerning. Todd Gibson, he's up there in age when it comes to basketball. His career is essentially down the road. He has 12 years of experience next to his name, but he's just taken up a roster spot on the New York Knicks that's not needed. I think that Todd Gibson should retire. No team's going to want Todd Gibson. If the New York Knicks release Todd Gibson right now, he will have no one to sign with. He has had consistently declining stats over the past several seasons. Yes, he has done pretty good in the playoffs when you look at queer numbers. But regular season, you got to do good in the regular season to get to playoff basketball. And this most recent regular season, he did not do good whatsoever and it's really sad because Todd Gibson he goes all the way back he has that good chemistry with Tom Thibodeau good chemistry with Derrick Wells and I do think it will affect the team a little bit if he left but at the same time I think it would be better for the team better to make moves I honestly think that the Knicks will make a move with Todd Gibson before this upcoming NBA draft to put a new guy up there in the roster spot like a full-time, that would be awesome to see some Knicks guys all-time that played last year, like up and down, up and down from the Westchester Knicks and the New York Knicks, like Miles McBride, Jericho Sims. I do think that one of them will be taking over Todd Gibson's spot. If it's for center, then 100% will be Jericho Sims. Well, folks, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Dominic Konoweski. That is the end of today's episode. This is Tuesday, May 3rd, 2022. Have a great day, folks.